Bonjour and welcome to another episode of Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. I'm your host, Valérie Jardin. Today, it's another Streets of the World episode, and I'm taking you to New York City. And for that, I'm, I called my friend James Mayer, who is a street photographer and who lives in New York, has lived there all his life. And I had the opportunity to actually work with James earlier this year. We um, taught a workshop together, a street photography workshop together, and we're doing it again uh, this fall. And so I really discovered New York thanks to him. So I thought he was the perfect person to talk to for this Street of the World episode, New York City special. Hi, James. How are you doing? Hi, Valerie. I'm great. How are you? Good. Thanks. So uh, what's uh, what's new with you? Still uh, shooting the streets of New York and taking some uh, some people on tours and, and uh, mini workshops? Yeah, it's it's been a busy summer. This is busy season. So I'm doing about uh, maybe uh, three or four workshops a week. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so putting on a lot of miles. <laughs> yeah, you are. You'll know those streets really, really well. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. When um, So you've, you've been in New York all your life. Yeah, I and, grew up. Mm-hmm. And, and how, how, when did you start street photography and, and how is that going for you? Well, I grew up in the city. Uh, I um, started photographing maybe about 12 years ago, something like that. Um, I was a, I guess, disillusioned computer science and math major and decided I wanted to change to a different career. So I enrolled in the ICP, um, got a job assisting for a commercial photographer. But uh, when you kind of grow up in, in New York and you get your first camera, the first thing you do is just go outside and take pictures of what's on the streets. Uh, you know, it's, and for me, the, the first thing that kind of interested me wasn't necessarily the architecture, although I, you know, photographed that as well. It was just the interesting people. Mm-hmm. Um, so and it was there kinda, are a lot of those in New York city. <laughs> a lot. Yes. <laughs> a lot of everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just, you know, it wasn't like a, a conscious decision. It was just kind of, you know, when you, when you happen to live here, it's just what you photograph. Exactly. Oh, and it's uh, such a wonderful place to visit for a, a street photographer. I really feel it's a life-changing experience to photograph New York for a street photographer. And I, I've said ever since, uh, ever since my last trip there in April, I said if I could just split my life between Paris and New York, I would probably not need to go anywhere else. <laughs> I really, really loved it. So I can't wait to come back. Um, so I'm a street photographer. I have a 48-hour layover in New York. I just landed at the airport, one of them. <clears throat> and uh, where do I go? How do I get out of the airport, first of all? And then uh, where do I focus my efforts? I have I have a very short time in New York. Well, uh, so, well, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, well, the first thing is, uh, New York has terrible airport transportation, so you got to take like a $52 cab. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, uh, you, you, there are shuttles, but I would, it takes like three hours. And if you're only in the city for 48 hours, you want to get there as fast as possible. Yeah. So I mean, the, the subway worked well for me, uh, on the way back, I remember. And it's, if you're a street photographer, it's a good place to, uh, to photograph people. Yeah, this, the subway in general works. Yeah, it works very well. And there, there is a you know you can take the subway and then the shuttle. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I recommend taking the subway around the city, you know, for for most of the trip oh, <laughs> uh, for sure. and walking. Yeah, it's it's uh it's so big that of course you can't walk everywhere, but I feel like the the subway is so convenient. So that's really um that would be my my pick for transportation, that's for sure, or unless you're brave enough to uh, rent one of those bikes and uh use yeah, a bicycle, but <laughs> <laughs> I've seen uh I've seen in the last year I've seen four accidents with bikes and cabs so I'd be oh. careful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I see those in Paris a lot too and it just makes me so nervous. You really have to to live there and be used to the traffic mm-hmm. to handle a bike in a big city where there are so many cars. So okay, so I'm I'm in Manhattan. We'll start there. I yeah. mean, I'm sure we'll go other places, but where where would I focus day 1? Uh, I mean, my personal favorite area, and I showed this area to you when we were uh, shooting, um, is Soho. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, it, I would stay away from areas like Times Square to shoot. I mean, there are a lot of people there, but an area like Times Square is mostly tourists, and a lot of Midtown is is interesting, but it, it's a, it's mostly tourists. Um, Soho still has a lot of tourists and things like that, but it's um, an extremely interesting area. It's the shopping capital of New York, which means you get kind of the most un- – not not necessarily most unique, but you really get to capture the trend culture of New York, which is a big part of the city. You know, there's a lot of competitive people here and fashion is a, has become because of that a, a big part of the city. So you, it's kind of a very unique group of people that you see in Soho and it's very colorful. There's a lot going on. You know, you can really take images that – uh, because of the fashion will eventually, you know, people will look back on those photos and say, oh, that was, you know, so 2015. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't think of that, uh, you know, always in street photography, but fashion will date your images and it becomes a, you know, part of uh, history. Yeah, it's uh, that. Yeah, that's a big, you know, s- simple things. You know, you look back on old images of window displays and some of those images, you know, they may not seem interesting now, but they age really well. Yeah. And, and, uh, people's hair, hairdo and everything too. I mean, that's a good way to, uh, to know which, which era we're on. Definitely. (laughs) Sorry. It's fun. Although that kind of rotates. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. So Soho, what's what's your, what's your favorite street corner in Soho? Uh, broad uh, Prince and Broadway. Uh, <laughs> I knew the answer. Yeah, you knew that one. Uh, it, it you know it Soho's interesting because it also has different types of corners. So you can go to the busiest corner, which is Prince and Broadway, and just see the whole world pass by in five minutes. Um, or if you feel like kind of getting away from that many people, you can just walk one or two blocks west, mm-hmm. um, and it suddenly will clear out. You know, there'll still be a lot of people, but uh, not quite as much as on Broadway. So I like to, you know, I. I Prince of Broadway is my favorite corner, but I like to, you know, shoot there, then take a break and shoot somewhere less crowded and then kind of go back and forth. So what do you look for when you're on Prince and Broadway? Anything out of the ordinary? um, Definitely anything out of the ordinary is, you know, you're always keeping an eye out for that. You know, I've been shooting uh, Soho kind of to death for the last, you know, five or six years. When I shoot there, I'm kind of, you know, I have a couple of focuses uh, I think sometimes some of my photos are a little bit critical of, you know, the fashion culture and the trends. And, you know, I, I really, the first thing I look for is not necessarily a person's fashion. Um, you know, it, it's, I, I pay attention to that certainly, 
But I always start when I notice people, I, I start with their facial expressions. You know, I start with what, you know, I try to find an interesting gesture, an interesting emotion. Um, and, you know, you find in areas like this, people have, uh, their their emotions are a little bit more obvious on their face, at least from what I notice. Um, so I, I try to notice just a glint in their eye, a, a stressed out look, uh, you know, just something that says a little bit more about what's going on. Um, and then I, then when I see that, I try to put that together in a scene, you know, then great fashion or, or you know, a, a great um, background or um, we'll, we'll put the whole photo together. But I always start by looking at people's faces. Um, you know, in terms of what I'm specifically shooting, you know, probably the, the theme of uh, what I'm shooting in Soho, it, it's critical of the trend culture a little bit. It, it's, you know, the city is very, very competitive. Um, it's, you get the most competitive people from all over the world moving here. And even if you're not competitive, it's going to make you competitive. It's a very strange thing. It stresses people out. It's, uh, it's a, for that reason, it can be a tough city to live in. You know, the city kind of has the best of everything and the worst of everything. Um, and I notice a lot of those feelings much more when I'm down in Soho, you know, when you're surrounded by all of these people, when you're surrounded by all, you know, people are constantly looking at each other and you, you, you see trends spread, you know, from one summer to the next, uh, you know, that's kind of where things start. Interesting. Yeah. 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 So it's, you know, it's kind of, I've been working on a long-term project of, of the neighborhood and, you know, a lot of it is, is just trying to make sense of what this, you know, does, you know, emotionally to people, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, I'm trying to have the photo say a little bit more than just, just what's on the surface, but what's on the surface is obviously extremely important. So I always focus on, you know, fashions or gestures or, you know, I, I even do a lot of w- window displays and things like that. Okay. So what's your second, second favorite spot to shoot? My second favorite um, is where I live in the East Village. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say East Village, I mean East Village and the Lower East Side. You know, they... Like the Bowery area? Yeah, okay. Bowery. Um, you know, all if you look at the map, it says, uh, you know, Lower East Side and East Village. Those are both areas that were traditionally called the Lower East Side, but about 20 or 30 years ago, real estate people sp- split them up into two neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And for um, those of you who know Jay Mizell, this is his neighborhood as well. Yeah, his uh, and he just put his building up on the market. I uh, saw that. Oh, we'll have to talk about that. Will be a whole new yeah. show. <laughs> so, so yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I mean that's where, that's an area where my my grandfather grew up, my mother grew up. Um, I've been living there for the last ten years. That's a really interesting neighborhood. It was you know in the seventies and eighties, it was the center of the drug trade. Um, it became a quickly overnight a really bad neighborhood. Uh, dangerous neighborhood. Um, but because of that, it also became the creative capital of New York because that was where all the poor artists would move to because it was so cheap. And so that, you know, within that environment, this whole punk rock, you know, art form thrived and it's turned into one of the trendiest neighborhoods, uh, in the city, uh, today, which is, you know, can be a bad thing as well, but you have this, it's, it's one of the most diverse areas in the city. You have all these different um, cultures, you have all of these different types of people, artists, musicians, just eclectic people. Um, and then you also have this insane nightlife that's, uh, sprouting up in the city. You know, the city has always had a a big nightlife, but, um, 
it's becoming more expensive. It's becoming more stressful to live here than it ever has. You know, we're really rents are rising. It's it's an interesting time in the city. And so, uh, an artist told, uh, summed this up for me uh, a couple weeks ago. He used the perfect term. It, it's what's sprouting in the city is, especially among younger people, is this culture of numbness. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're almost numbing themselves from the stress, and, and you you see it in the nightlife. Um, really, so that so would be a good time to actually shoot at night. Yeah, so that's so I, I shoot a lot at night on the Lower East Side in East Village. Um, a lot of the nightlife, and it's fascinating. I, you know, I would. It's it's great during the day. Uh, it's even better at night. Um, you just there are hundreds of people on the streets, and you really just see a side of New York that is interesting and scary and and uh, beautiful all at the same time. And I, and I find that it's actually, well, there's so many people out there all the time that you always feel safe, really. I mean, that, that was my impression when I was there is that you're always surrounded by people. And um, so what would you say somebody shooting alone in that area and, you know, into the night? Um, I mean, it's fairly safe, but just to keep, you know, to... Or be, always be watching around you, of course, and, and be aware of, of what's happening. But it's fairly safe, right, you'd say? Yeah, it definitely – I mean, you know, you, it's it's very safe. You know, I walk around in the streets by myself a lot. Uh, you just – you know, like anywhere where there's a lot of people, you got to be, you know, just be smart about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, – especially on a weekend, on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, there are so many people out yeah. It's unbelievable. Uh, so you're going to constantly be surrounded by people um, and open, you know, restaurants and bars. It's the highest per capita bar and restaurant area. Yeah. Um, you know, at, you know, I'd be even more care. I'd be care- more careful after you get uh, east of Avenue C, probably. But even then, you're you're very safe. Uh, it's it's safe, but you you do also want to be just a little smart about it. Mm-hmm. Great. So where are we off next? Chinatown. Uh, Chinatown is a fantastic area. Uh, very, very interesting. Um, there, the great thing about all these neighborhoods, Soho, uh, Lower East Side and Chinatown is they're all right next to each other. Exactly. That's, that's what I love about it. because you spend a day and you're in completely different areas and people, I mean, different people. And yet you're within such an easy walking distance. Yes. Yeah. That's it. You can really, you can go back and forth. You can, if you need a break from one of these areas, you can go to another. Um, and Chinatown is just packed with people. Um, my favorite area in China, Chinatown, uh, is Columbus park, which is, uh, the park where all of the Chinese men and women go to gamble. Uh, it's just fascinating, packed with people. It's a really vibrant, uh, environment. Uh, and it's great. And in addition to just shooting is to grab some dumplings and sit in the park and and enjoy yourself. But people also have to be considerate of the cultural differences there. Definitely. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, you, it, it, you always have to be considerate when you're photographing people candidly. Yeah. No um, matter no matter where or who. That's true. That's about respect. But I find that when you're in that park, people are particularly shy of being photographed. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. There are certain there are certain areas. There are certain areas where they don't like you to photograph and they'll mm-hmm. tell you. Yeah. And then there are certain areas where you know, you have to just be aware of it. You know, it's kind of you want to watch what they're doing and then take a couple shots within it. And and if someone doesn't like you, you taking their photograph, they'll, they'll say, they'll say, Oh, no photographs. And then you just, you say, Oh, sorry. And then they, you know, get really nice about it and they're, it's okay. Yeah. But there are, it's, it's 
there are there are people in there that love it. Oh, it's, okay, uh, it's pretty funny because um, you know there'll there'll be one occasionally there'll be one or two out of ten that won't like it, and then you know then you apologize. But you know I have you know from shooting there enough. Sometimes people you know will say come take my photograph. Uh, so it's you want to be care- you want to be considerate. You want to not go nuts shooting in their faces. You want to just watch and be part of what's going on, and then you want to take a couple photographs. And you can see if someone doesn't want want you to take your photograph, you know, they'll see your camera and you, you'll be able to see. Oh, yeah. They, they and It's like everything. I mean, it's like if you're photographing children and the parents are there and they don't want you photographing their children, they'll make it known. So uh, and I think it's it's so important that we respect that, because if we don't, then that puts a you know bad rep for the next street photographer who is going to come after us. And it makes it difficult for for the rest of the community. <laughs> De- definitely, yeah. You want to. You always want to be aware of the people you are aiming to photograph and, and see see what what they. You know, uh, you don't want to. You don't want to cause cause trouble for yourself or for anyone else. You just you you, you know use your best judgment when you yeah. choose who to photograph. So now, for Manhattan, where else would I go if I still have a little bit of time before I want to cross one of the bridges? Um, those are the best neighborhoods in Manhattan. You know, I would. I, you know, I, I would also, I wouldn't shoot in Times Square, but I would definitely go sure. uh, shoot in Midtown. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, you know, spend some time around Grand Central, photographing around there. Uh, you know, yeah, that's a perfect rainy day uh, uh, place to shoot too. Definitely, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, definitely in the rain. Go, go in, into Grand Central, and I, I'm, a, I'm a rain shooter, so <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll pop a plastic bag over my camera. <laughs> Uh, and you know, a tiny umbrella and go photograph. Uh, but yeah, uh, grand central is, you know, you see the whole world go by and you see a lot of New Yorkers and you see that whole area. It's just, it's so diverse. Um, it's really the entire city has to pass through there, Mm -hmm. um, and, and works there. And so you get a, a whole, uh, incredible amount of content in a very short period of time. And, and then the background, the backdrop of oh, is so fantastic. So you can really get some pretty cool imagery. Yeah, all all of these all of these neighborhoods, you have the most incredible uh, la- urban landscapes uh, and architecture. So it's uh, you can sh- you can go back and forth between street photography and, and photographing just the gorgeous buildings. It's all of these areas are absolutely stunning. Cool. Okay, now if I want to get off the beaten path. Yeah. Where do so, I, go? I mean, and, and also, uh, as you said before, you know, you should photograph on the subways and take the subways. Oh, and definitely. Our, and, and it's fairly, I mean, you have to be discreet and you and I use cameras that we don't have to bring to our eye and they're completely silent. I mean, shooting in the, in the subway with a big old DSLR that makes a lot of noise and gr- gets a lot of attention. I would not recommend it necessarily. And the same in Paris or anywhere else. Um, I mean, you're in a crowded environment, but, but people are usually okay with it as long as you don't invade their space. Definitely. Uh, I mean, yeah, with the, with the smaller, you know, Fuji's, it's much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, I find with the SLRs, it's easier to shoot on the platforms and, and, yeah. uh, as opposed to the trains. But if you're going to shoot on the trains with an SLR, I find it's best to just be obvious about it. Um, if you're, you know, you're not going to get away with taking a sneaky shot with an SLR. No, no. Uh, and sometimes if you're very obvious about it, uh, people then don't think you're doing anything wrong. You know, if, if, if you're sneaky about it, you know, I always carry business cards in my wallet and if someone, you know, asks, Oh, did you take my photo or, Oh, what are you doing? You know, I, I like to, I flatter them. I say, you know, Oh, I thought you looked fascinating. I'm, I'm doing a project on, you know, the culture and streets of New York. Uh, here's my card, send me an email, I'll send you the photograph. 
Um, and that, you know, when you're, when you're, if you really need to take a, a photograph in a situation, that's very obvious. Um, doing it that way works really well as opposed to being sneaky. And then they, you know, and running yeah, <laughs> it's the exactly. worst thing you can do as a street photographer is grab the shot and run. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's true that, you know, they, yeah. what is he doing? Why? Yeah, exactly. Then you look like you're doing something wrong, for, something wrong for sure. That's true. Yeah. And a smile goes a long way and just making contact and, and explaining what you're doing. That's the thing. As you said, you explain to people you're working on a project, you're a street photographer, educate them because people don't know what street photographer, what street photography is half the time. So, uh, then they, they're more at ease. And I think it's, it's very important. You're Definitely. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I for people who don't know that term, I, I like to use the word I've, I photograph the culture. I'm photographing the culture of New York because mm-hmm. it kind of gives the, you know, it gives them my, an idea of, you know, why I would be photographing people. Exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. true. That's a good point. Good point. So, I mean, from there, you know, a few of my favorite outside of, uh, outside of Manhattan are, um, I mean, one of the best places just to photograph, uh, which you've seen is I love walking over the Manhattan bridge and that's for architecture. That's, I mean, that's for like landscapes and things like that. But, uh, um, the areas to do street photography, um, my two favorite or three favorite are, I love Coney Island and Rockaway beach. Mm-hmm. Um, you get some really, really interesting characters and it's a different type of, you know, it's it's more diverse than Manhattan uh, in these areas. I mean, not necessarily Rockaway Beach is um, not necessarily as diverse in every culture. Uh, Coney Island is. Um, you get some just a really unique look at you know people who you know the the culture of Brooklyn, um, and then I also love the neighborhood of Bushwick. Uh, if you've ever watched the HBO show Girls, it's Bushwick is kind of becoming the one of the trendiest neighborhoods in the city. It's the center of um, street art. The entire neighborhood is a gallery of of the best street artists in the world. Um, just these amazing pieces. So it's these amazing backgrounds mixed with some of the you know trendiest people in, in the city mixed with you know a lot of the longtime residents. Um, so there's a lot of vibrancy in that area. Great. So, so that's pretty much, you'd say what you'd shoot outside of Manhattan if you had, if you had a short stay there and, and, uh, and those area are, are also fairly safe or a lot of people and, uh, just be, be aware of, of your environment and, and not take chances. If, I mean, that's the thing, follow your gut feeling too, your gut yeah, instinct. If definitely. it feels wrong, if it feels a little off, then, you know, turn back. <laughs> Don't try those back alleys if they're really deserted. So, um, but yeah, just common sense basically. But I mean, actually, I was so surprised because you hear so many things about New York City and a lot of people are really, afraid. And uh, I felt safer in New York than many other U.S. cities. And uh, and because of that, because there are so many people and you always feel surrounded by, by people. So it, it feels safe, uh, just like I do feel in, in Paris as well. So uh, any other any other neighborhoods outside of Manhattan, you would uh, you would get uh, like a real authentic New York it's, um, I mean, there, yeah. there, you know, if you want the, you know, there's, there's some interesting areas like, you know, Flushing Queens, uh, is the most crowded and crazy place in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, if you, it, it, that's the most authentic, uh, I, it's just a crazy sight to see if okay. you take the train out to Flushing Queens. That's, that's one of the best. Um, you know, I mean, 
I, there are certain areas uh, that are interesting to photograph in, but you have to be a little bit more sensitive. Harlem is one of them because mm-hmm. it's such a gentrified, gentrifying neighborhood that, you know, some, I, that's an area where I enjoy photographing sometimes, but I like to be completely different about how I know I don't want people to feel like I'm photographing them in a zoo, you know, it's, exactly, and, and yeah. that's, and people like up in Harlem, it's different. It's, you know, they, they, they see it like that. So you really need to be a lot more conscientious when you photograph there, as opposed to photographing in lower Manhattan or Coney Island. Um, Good to know. So maybe better, maybe to actually go there a few times and get to know some people in the neighborhoods and then maybe introduce yourself and, And Definitely, yeah. Get to know people a little bit before you go out and shoot, and maybe be introduced to to some um, to some other people, and and do more of an essay. You think? Yeah, you can do. Yeah, definitely. That's that's a great way to go about it. You know, you can start off with portraiture. Mm-hmm. You can start off with asking people, you know, for their photographs, and, yeah. and just go from there and and see how they they respond. Um, you know, if you if you ask the right way uh, to take a portrait of people, you know, I find in the city probably eighty percent of people say yes. Oh, definitely yes. It's a fr- it's a friendly city, and um, and and I find yes, I did quite a few portraits when I was there as well. Uh, besides the candid stuff, and uh, yeah, people were just um, easygoing. So. Also, that was uh, that was a nice surprise for me. So, um, if I have a little bit of time after my uh, walking around New York for a couple of days, what would you suggest I hit for museum or gallery that's uh, permanent? Um, and I'm a, I'm a, knowing I'm a street photographer and urban shooter. Well, um, I mean the best the best uh, photography gallery in the whole city is the permanent exhibition at the MoMA. Okay. Um, so I tell everyone to go there. They have this, I mean, and they also, in it, they basically at all times have this amazing permanent exhibition that changes, you know, every few months. Um, and then they also have, uh, a, a big, uh, current photography, uh, exhibit, whatever that might be, which is always fascinating. So it's great to see, see what they have current and then see their permanent, but their permanent, uh, exhibit is, it's, it's incredible. They, whenever I go there, that's the one museum I'm a member of. Um, they, have just this um, huge collection of such a big percentage of famous photographers throughout history and their work. You know, if it, sometimes it may only be one print on the wall at a time of, of a specific photographer, but you can really get a sense of the history of photography by going into that. Uh, it's, it's five or six rooms. It's, you know, I'm just going to guess a number, you know, 500 prints or something like that, maybe mm-hmm. even more. Um, y- y- it's really an amazing way to give yourself a photographic education. Yeah. So I'd recommend going there. Um, my second favorite place is actually a bookstore. Um, it's the Strand Bookstore. I love uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, it's ama- It's near. It's near Union Square. It's got the best photo book collection um, that I've ever seen. So this that the Strand is actually, you know, it, it, in the MoMA or another gallery, you get to actually see the the real prints, which is extremely important. Um, but the strand has, you know, if you want to just look at straight work, you know, the strand is the best place to go and you get to see, you know, especially street photography and this type of work works the best I find in, in book format where you can see a whole consistent set of the photographer's work. And in those situations, each individual print takes on kind of a new meaning when surrounded by similar work. Um, so they have, I mean, I, I, you know, I hate to say it, but they have, you know, a whole history of photography, any, you know, any photographer that you can probably think of, 
there's a decent chance that they have their book and that's a great way to educate yourself, you know, spend an afternoon there. Um, yeah, besides that, you know, those are the two that I'd recommend. Um, there are a lot of galleries, especially now that it's popular that are doing, um, uh, just, uh, short term exhibits of Mm -hmm. street photography. The the Met has one of Gary Winogrand, um, right now. I'm not sure when that's ending, but, uh, it's, I would definitely just go online and you can Google, uh, just, um, you know, uh, photography galleries and, and see what's current and there, there will definitely be some great exhibits. Um, yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much, James. I, I can't wait to come back to New York now. <laughs> yeah, it's coming up. We'll see yeah, you soon. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming up uh, end of October. I have a lot of, a lot of other workshops to do before <laughs> that. Um, so where can people go to find more about you and, I want to remind them that you have this really, really good ebook out there uh, for anybody who wants to do their first steps in street photography. Uh, so where can people go? One place where they can go to find everything about you. Everything would just be my website. Um, it's all on the homepage. Uh, my website is uh, James Mayer Photography. That's uh, James, uh, M-A-H-E-R, uh, photography.com. Um, yeah, you'll, you can see everything. You can take a look at, uh, the books and I give, you know, individual workshops, um, around the city one-on-one. So, and I highly recommend that it's New York is an intimidating city to, to, you don't know where to start. That's the thing. And so going there and, uh, being with a local who knows those streets, who knows the history makes so much difference. Uh, because when you're overwhelmed, when you discover a big city for the first time, it seems like you take a lot of snapshots of a lot of things that that and then you end up with just a whole bunch of mediocre shots where if you focus on one area one neighborhood one genre of photography you you're more likely to have a really great set of images and i i highly recommend having a a guide who's also a photographer street photographer uh, and who lives in in the area so uh definitely check check out james work and his website and, and James, I will also link, uh, this to the show note and, uh, and then list all those different neighborhoods you, you mentioned in, uh, in the, the conversation. Great. Great. Well, thanks again, James. And I'll see you very soon. Thank you. Yeah. It was a pleasure. Thanks. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thank you. And uh, if you want to see more what, about what I'm up to, go to my website and you'll have all the links to my social media uh, workshops and so forth. And that's valeriejardinphotography.com. And we are at the end of another episode of Street Focus. Please head over to thisweekinphoto.com slash street to subscribe to the show and catch up with all the previous episodes. And if you enjoy it, please leave us a five-star rating over on iTunes. It really helps us out. And sign up for exclusive TWIP member benefits and discounts by heading over to thisweekinphoto.com slash join. My name is Valérie Jardin, and you've been listening to Street Focus. Now it's time to grab that camera and hit the streets. Hit the streets.